What up, what up? Thank you for listening to Copas Unfiltered. I am your host, Checo. And this is your co-host, Noe. What up? Kiwo, kiwo. Uh, today, we have a guest, bro, que, in my opinion, um, as far as like when it comes to the music scene, when it comes to the promoting scene, he's probably hit the top level, bro, in Chicago. Okay. I, honestly, bro, neta, it is what it is, bro. If you want to compare, for some of you youngins out there, este, este compa was in La Bandeña. And La Bandeña, to me, uh, back then, is what Secta is now. Uh, as far as promoting, you know, you can name a bunch of promoters that are like top five, top three, whatever you guys want to call them. They were also lit. You know, he was in that as well, which is rare. <laughs> it's rare for a musico to be on that high of a level in Chicago and then to also do it in the promoting scene. <laughs> that's it's It is what it is, brother. That's, yeah. how, that's how I feel, man. But El Compa. Paul, what's going on, brother? Thank you for guys? coming on. Yeah, welcome to Compass Unfiltered, bro. Okay, no, well, thanks for the thanks for the invite. First of all, define high uh, high level because <laughs> no, bro. Well, it's the, <laughs> I'm humble. I'm, uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, look, 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 bro. It's, it's la neta. Every time, every time, especially when my, if, I guess some of you guys might be young, some of you guys might remember when Bandeña came out. It, you guys came out with fucking fire <laughs> con lumbre neta yeah. it was like I think you guys came out like on uh, New Year's Eve New Year's Day type, yeah like, New Year's like Eve a, it was uh, it was a crazy tocada too cause <laughs> we didn't even have a, a tubero <laughs> we we actually our tubero that was supposed to itched us and he wanted to go play oh, with another snap. band that night and we're like wait what <laughs> so we call another tubero and uh, one of the guys from Valle Verde and he plays with us, and he's never, I mean, we played all these corridos that you never, nobody's ever heard of. Right, right, right. And he's all like, ah, oh, pues ahí le echo, I don't know, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> y ahí sal, salió la tocada, pero, I mean, it was, it was crazy. <laughs> we're, we're like sweating, we're, we're, uh, Nervous? Nervous for, I mean, it was the first tocada. First, yeah, yeah. And, and, not, even com- and not, not even complete. <laughs> pero, yeah, I mean, nos fue bien, y gracias a Dios, like, it took off. <laughs> uh, it definitely did. I mean, I, was, I remember them being the hype, bro, for everyone. If they were at a violin, bro, it was, you were looking forward to them to play because it was going to be the hype. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, they were going to hype everybody up. So I, I remember it like that, you know, like if I, oh, when they was playing, like, oh, it's about to be lit, you know? <laughs> That's and not, back then, nobody said lit. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it, it was going to be juking. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. No, that, that's what it was though. Like uh, back then, like I had mentioned off the off the podcast, but it was um, Escuela de Rancho, it was Orejones, it was Bandeña, it yeah. was like those top three bands of Chicago. Was like, oh, they're gonna be there. You know like, it wasn't even Escuela de Rancho. Yeah, it was Estilo Especial. Estilo Especial. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, yeah. It, was. it was us three always, and all the wildest pretty much always seeing each other. Like we'd be finishing, they'd be coming in. One of them would be coming in, or we'd be coming in, then one of them would be leaving. Yeah. And all the and all the like all the wildest. It was crazy, man. We'd play. No lie, probably like Monday to it was Monday to Monday, man. It was crazy. Just like playing, playing. We would probably take a break uh, like on a Wednesday, maybe if we if we didn't get a gig in between. Damn, so that was like full time. It was. Full I don't time. know. I don't know. You guys were that busy. I mean, I just yeah. obviously the weekends, but I wasn't working. Uh, I was just doing school and bandeña, and it was it was crazy. It was literally every day almost. Uh, sometimes I got la escuela bien desvelado from las tocadas. Probably an hour of sleep, maybe. The teacher's like, you're right. I'm just like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm just hanging in there. Man, it'd be crazy. Like, stuff Fat like pockets and shit in yeah. class. Eso sí. Your only college student with money. Yeah. SOC, <laughs> man. The pay was great. I, I do miss that. <laughs> it was great, man. Yeah. We, we, luckily, este, I was able to do um, 
something like something big like that you know it it was a good time it was crazy good times <laughs> i bet bro but before that it wasn't uh no, yeah good. no yeah it took me a while to, before all that i have a whole trajectory with uh, music you can say i started i started music back in when i was 10 years old oh so, damn yeah what were you so, playing back then the saxophone i was oh okay so you started on sax yeah i was from i was uh school taught so i read notes and everything so i that was my first that's my first instrument the the saxophone and from there all through school till middle school after middle school yeah i was like i'm too cool for to be in band but when you say (laughs) school taught oh okay so you were in a band in school yeah in school. okay all right so you joined the band and you didn't go like to private classes and no no i was in the band from school oh okay okay that's dope man and then after middle school i was like i'm too cool for this (laughs) i'm done (laughs) yeah and i i dipped And well, be- a little bit before that, middle school, yeah, it's when Duranguense was kicking in. It was like the very beginning. Um, it's crazy because um, I was I was playing just the sax, and I want to say I think it was just Montes barely starting now, and Alacranes, and they were still playing with bass and shit. Oh, for sure. And but and my um, but then still. They would all practice right there close to my house. It's the like couple. They're all like in the same alley, pretty much. It was crazy. And then from here and all that. What was this at what time? In Franklin Park in the in La Selva. Oh, in La Selva. <laughs> in the yeah, jungle, yeah. The jungle. Este, uh, este, de ahí vengo. <laughs> I grew up there my whole life. Does that place still exist, bro? Yes, sir. All right. He said yes. Oh shit! I apologize, sir. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice fool. Yeah, it's nice and calm there now. <laughs> oh, it's nice changing. Gentrified yeah. or what? Yeah, not gentrified, but yeah. Thankfully, they still got tacos. I don't know. Thankfully, it's uh, <laughs> thankfully it's still. I mean, thankfully now it's a it's safer to live safer. in. He's like, but I still moved out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did, but I'm. St- uh, I mean, I I guess I got I'm a little attached to that area just because growing up, I mean, um, my my family, my parents, they were a big part of like changing the community. So they had their own committee, their own committee to get that like pretty much change the like everything going on there, clean it up, oh, and pretty much because of that. I mean, change not just my area. parents, the whole committee, um, they all helped out, and thanks to them. Um, to the whole committee, everybody that was involved, it's a whole changed community now. It's you can actually drive through there and not be scared. Yeah. I remember being younger, bro, and it was yeah. a it was a thing. You're like, hey, dude, I tell yeah. you don't want to go that way, you know? Yeah, you I turn, remember. It was you crazy, bro. Wrong way, you could only you go out the same way. Yeah. And at that time, dude, I was out in, in uh, North Lake, so I was real oh, okay, close to, yeah. to there, bro. So yeah, so I mean, growing up, I mean, it's crazy. I couldn't even get rides. Like I would get, I had to walk a couple like across the street. Cross Mannheim to get picked up to go to a like to, it was that bad bro? it was that yeah, bad man. to go practice no like, shit like with bands they would go pick me up because I wouldn't drive and stay I would have to like cross the street cross Mannheim to go get picked up and shit it was crazy oh yeah I mean it, dude I was in North League bro and it was you knew yeah. Selva way <laughs> so that's how it started I mean there um start hearing all those Duranguense groups blooming pretty much I heard them from the like starting it's crazy. And then I had Braceros Musical practicing literally like diagonally behind my garage. And they used to be called Llaneros Musical. And then, so oh, from shit. there, yeah, so from there, that's, I would go to their practice and I hang out with them and see like, see them practice and everything. And, and by then, my dad had gotten me un teclado for Christmas. 
Y este, and I, I never knew how to play the cloud, but I wanted to learn, so he bought it for me. And I learned on my own just from puro oído, pretty much, and the sax, like knowing the notes, I would hear the notes and figure it out on the keyboard. Right, but right. all the white notes at first was all like, just that I'm like, oh, I know, I, I know how to play now. And so I would <laughs> go over there to those groups, uh, like, este, ensayos. Like, ahí ilusionado que maybe, like, hey, you want to play a song, but nunca me, nunca me pusieron. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I played it, though. Yeah, I was just yeah, there, yeah. ahí, just, like, peeking and shit. So, but it, it was cool. I mean, that's, from seeing all that, también it motivated me. Like, I was a young kid, like, 13 <clears throat> years old. And, este, after, like, and then a little bit after that, pretty much, like, say, a year. Ya le sabía bien, más bien, más o menos, el teclado. Todo de pura, de blanca, de puro do. Yeah. And then from there, este, me and, a, me and a couple of friends, we want to make a group. And he plays a saxophone, too. During answer, though? Yeah, okay. it was, it was, we were still, like, 14. And we, What were you guys called back then? Uh, so this was, we didn't even have a name. So this oh. was, and it was um, Apaches de la Sierra. Oh, okay. So yeah, this yeah. was dumb uh, with my boy Sammy, Sammy Payans, que saludos. I haven't talked to him in, man, it's been a while, but I lo saludo a ver si lo ve. Pero yeah, este, este, with him and his brother and like a couple other friends, we started practicing, but nothing really getting done because I mean, we all knew just, we we're uh, like my friend Sammy, who was also school taught, like through the band of school. Y este, um, we didn't really know much of the Duranguenza, so we tried to figure stuff out and It took forever. Like, we we weren't getting anything done. So then we pretty much just stopped practicing. I mean, I don't know what the hell we would practice. We, we took out, like, a song or two. And then, but it was hard. And Let me guess, no, 500 novillos? Yeah, I, mean, I don't even remember. <laughs> that was a jam, bro. I'm pretty sure. That or, <laughs> well, was that the one? Oh, this is the other one. So, Dude. I mean, and then from there, I pretty much just, well, first, my dad didn't want me in a band. So I had to, like, sneak out to practice and shit. So. Why was that, though? They like, just, just they uh, my dad was really strict and he never really wanted me to be in a they were just they didn't want me to be a musician they wanted me to do other things you know like like pues, they didn't want to I don't know I guess probably the bad rap of musicians I don't know no okay. querían que te perdieras pretty much it's because it's also like musicians uh, cuando te va bien te va bien y cuando te va mal te va mal and it's like yeah, and it's just like up and down and you never know how, like how it's gonna go so I guess they just wanted me to look like more towards my career and like get something done more have like a backup plan so that's kind of the reason they didn't want me to and pretty much wanted me to finish school first yeah so then i mean so that's how i mean it started going to the duranguense and then after that yeah a group invited me to go play with them and that was my first group or like legit first group and we're called los imparables de la sierra with my boy uh Uh, Sergio Moya, I don't know you. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, con él, este, shout out to him, este, because of him and a couple other friends that were in the group, man, we got started in Parable de la Sierra. It was crazy. I was playing the teclados, yeah, already, like, I knew todavía, though, just the, todavía. the, the <laughs> just tono just <laughs> pero ellos también, pues, andaban en, en el mismo, yeah. que they, no, they, they didn't really know much. And so one day, um, pues, one day they hired, they hired, uh, este, uh, Well, Sergio called or knew, like, uh, un guy, de la banda, I think his name was Martin. Yeah, el de la banda San Carlos. Oh, okay. He went, he would give lessons, like, uh, to teach tonos and all that. And he went one day, este, 
And he taught me el tono de sol. And he was like, mira, si le das, do, 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 and he hits a black key. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I've never I'm touched like, that before. <laughs> Damn. And, and like, but it does sound re- like, it sounds like it's supposed to go there. And I'm like, and I was like, mind blown, man. I was like, holy cow. He, he from there, it was just like, that one, he only went that one day after that. I learned all the tones on my own. I was like, I was like, holy cow! That just that one class, I was like, I'll do the rest. Off for the low budget of sixty dollars. Yeah, learned all that shit. Yeah, it was crazy, man. It, it, and then from there, yeah, after that, imparables. Um, I went to a bunch of different Durangense groups, inalcanzable, este, inalcanzable. Ah, after that, it just goes all over the place. Um, Plebes musical. Um, you were with Plebes, yeah, yeah, I remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah este. And uh, who else? After Playwest, pretty much. Oh, after Playwest, it was Show Relacion. Um, I got in with them. Este, they invited me to... Pues, we played with them at a gig, and then they offered... They were, they were like, looking for a tubero. I was like, oh, well, I'll go try out. And then I was bogus and left Playwest. <laughs> no, but, I mean, I told them, like, it was like, we all left in good hands and everything. I never just left anybody like that. I've always been good about leaving in good terms. Yeah. Two weeks notice. <laughs> what was the last band before going to Bandeña? Uh, Banda Relajo de Durango. Oh, she, oh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. So I got a little bit of the those Duranguense groups that were hitting too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it was it was dope with Show Relacion traveling. It was pretty cool. Got to see a lot with Plebes too, and then Banda Relajo también traveling. School and yeah, those learn. groups yeah, are more established. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know oh, Show yeah. Revelación is definitely a popular name. Yeah, yeah. Banda Relajo también, yeah, they were up they were, there. They were up there, too. Yeah, they were dope. They were, they're, 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 I like them a lot. The Show Relacion, I would like a lot, too. And I, I couldn't even believe I was playing with these groups and shit. It was, yeah. it was, it was badass. But you kind of saw it in your alley, bro, when all these other badass groups were yeah. playing. <laughs> yeah, Practicing was, in your backyard, yeah. pretty Alacranes, much. Alacranes, este... Well, Alacranes didn't practice there, but um, Chema lived there. And he lived two two apartments down from me. And oh, I, I siempre lo miraba on my way to school, I'm gonna see you on top of a car sleeping and shit. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Shot of fire, anyway. Shot of fire. <laughs> no, yeah. no, I mean, I mean. Nah, he's gonna be like, nah, shout out, Chema. <laughs> <laughs> shout out, man. Hey, saludos, Chema. <laughs> este, no, but yeah, it was crazy. Um, seeing all that in, in the neighborhood, uh, all in the neighborhood, a bunch of musicians, like, grew out of there and and from surroundings too it was crazy and that yeah that, that was the inspiration there and i had a a group of cousins yeah yeah they have their own group there but in, in mexico and durango oh, okay y este, what kind of group is it este eran duranguense antes oh, okay. y ya son straight up uh, norteño con sex y yeah este saludos a mis primos los tremendos este los tremendos león desde Biocampo Durango un saludo a mis primos que también por ellos este I was already like in the music but también because they were in it I was like more involved I wanted to be in it también yeah, like, yeah. este we were every time going to Mexico we were like jam out and stuff it was it was cool yo stupid question though man and I'm saying stupid because I I would I, I like the music when we're uh-huh. you know hang out and shit I guess it was popping here in Chicago. It was pretty much you couldn't you know avoid it, right? Yeah. But like, is that the type of music that plays in Durango? No, no. <laughs> so right. Durango, I knew it was gonna be a stupid yeah. question. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no such thing as a stupid question. <laughs> no, pero este no. Um, actually, Durango did a hit in Durango or in Mexico. So 
years later. Yeah, Patrullo 81 and shit. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Patrullo 81 was one of the originals from Durango. Uh, but they were out in Denver, started in Durango. But I think they started in Durango with like cassettes and like back in the day. But they were in Duranguense. It was more like bass and like a Stimaso Stilo old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then they transitioned to Duranguense. So it definitely originated here in Chicago. It for oh, yeah, hundred percent okay. originated in Chicago for sure. Like I don't know if that sound came from like someplace in Durango and then it actually hit off here. No, I think they just it, the name comes from I guess just a lot of the musicians were from Durango. So like all these people that here that were here well still here from that came like from Mexico, right. pues la mayoría pues son duranguenses y de ahí se vino creo el tema de pues el the genre of the Duranguense. Duranguense. Well, so to all the people that didn't know, yeah. now you know. Yeah. Myself. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty, I mean, that's pretty much how it is. Um, <clears throat> and then you got groups that weren't from Durango, and I mean, but it's still Duranguense, but it's thick. I mean, everybody wanted to be from Durango at in that, those days. Yeah, at that point, bro. Everybody <laughs> yeah. wanted to do do Yeah. <laughs> now, you see the <laughs> now you see those videos, bro. You're yeah. like, God damn, what was that doing, bro? What yeah. was that doing? No, yeah, but I man, those were those are good days and I still I still like it. I still like the music. I I don't care what people say. I Duranguense still popping for still you. Popping for you me. Still popping <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they just came out with a new roller today, a new song. I was like, holy shit, this is badass. To me, it's funny <laughs> that you brought up Chema, dude, because I remember being in the Blazer chilling, bro, going to a violin, like Chema was on on the oh, you know, sure. rocking, bro. I was like, damn, that fool could sing. This shit is popping right now, you know? But I definitely don't play that shit now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no. play any I, I usually don't play any Durangense now, but I think it's just cause of the music that I played it and like Right, right. You have I think, a certain love I, for it. I just and I just play everything in general in the car. I go like it's crazy. I go from random ass genres. I'll be listening to Duranguense, and next thing you know, I'll just be in some like Spanish pop. You know, like it's yeah. it's crazy. I mean, like and then like some reggae, Spanish reggae. It's, it, I mean, my my genre like my Spotify is probably like, super confused. Right, and they're like, who the? who the hell is this? <laughs> like what? Like they can't even find like playlist for me like this is for you and it's like super like diversified it's like and i don't have i don't have any hate towards the against it just never probably been my thing yeah. you know like i'll listen to it if it's yeah. playing i don't i don't dislike it mm -hmm. but I, I definitely don't rock to it in the yeah. car do you check still you know no no i'll be honest no i don't yeah, no. No, i don't no, do you skip it change it or what i won't skip it i just it's not my go-to but <clears throat> yeah, yeah. same here like i'll still jam it to the old school stuff not the Oh, Not, definitely some of that old some, school stuff comes on. I'll, I'll let that shit play. Like, use, what the? I don't, I don't, like, go out looking for new stuff, but, I mean, if it comes out, I'll listen to it. I show, you know. Yeah. I guess it's just my musician. It's the instinct that I listen to everything, man. I hear a song. It doesn't matter what it is. I, I like, try to, like, dissect the, the music. I don't know why. It just, I dissect everything that's in there. I'm like, oh, this was probably some strings and this. This was this. I, it's, it's crazy. You I look at it more on a musician yeah, uh, point of view. Yeah, like some people get annoyed because I'm like, oh, you hear that? That's where they're going like that. And then it's like, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, I do that. I mean, just music all, like in general, it's always in my head, always, always. Everything everything I listen to is just, I'm always dissecting, depicting what what's in there and what, sure. what instrument. I, Las voces ahí trying to sing. Yeah, yeah. Not even close, but I le echo ganas. Yeah, but then it's there. So then you, that's when you went to Bandeña. So Relajo was the last one. You went to Bandeña. Yeah, and then from Relajo, yeah, este, it's crazy actually. This is how it happened. 
this is what really happened. So I'm in Banda Relajo and the singer, este Ruben, este saludos a Ruben, este, um, he was, I think he's, if I'm not mistaken, no, he's not related to Edby. No, but they're from the same town, son de Palestina. Este, este, so Relajo was already kind of like iffy and like, we're not sure we're going to keep going or not. And este, llega Edby, well, he knew him. So he goes to one of our practices um, and with me. And then este, um, we were like, I think we're deciding that in that practice we're going to play that weekend or not. Y que se, se canceló la tocada o algo that weekend. And that was like when it was it. We already like, I don't know, they're going to keep going, the group. And then, so then Edwin's like, le pregunta a Ruben, este, hey, este, si nos presta Paul el fin de semana para ir a tocar con nosotros when Edwin had uh, Principes. los Principes. Uh, yeah, Principes, yeah. So I went, uh, I go to Florida with los Principes to go play tambora. I, I never played it in my life. I'm like, yeah, I could do it. Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> you see, I end in Florida playing la tambora con ellos and everything. And it was dope. And then from there, that's when I like, I was still relajo. And then it kind of ended. It didn't. And then I was like pretty much alone. Yeah. Looking for something to do. Free agent. Yeah. Pretty much free agency over here and looking for what I would do next. And I think I did tamborazos for a bit. And then I was doing tamborazos. Uh, tenía mi tamborazo este... Rio Sinagua. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I remember este, Rio Sinagua, yeah. Tamoroso Rio Sinagua. Este, um, y de ahí que, pues, ese nombre me lo dio, este, me bautizó Bachix con ese nombre. <laughs> oh, for real? Yeah, we're in a tocada. And I think he, he played la tambora, or he was just there. And he, and the people were like, ¿Cómo se llama? And I'm like, oh, we're just starting. We was just a random, like, uh, musicians that I gathered to play. And then, and then Bachix like, Tamorazo Rio Sinagua. And from there, it's like, oh, shit. Pues that sounds catchy. Fuck it. <laughs> Let's do it. And that was four men? Este, the time? ¿Cómo? Like two sacks, tambora, tarolas. Yeah, it was four just men. two sacks. Yeah, tambora y, y tarolas. Yeah. And then after that, yeah, and then, este, una vez, yo y Edby, este, we were hanging out. We were hanging out y pisteando y todo. Yeah, we were a little tipsy. We were like, well, primo, pues, porque no somos un grupo. I'm like, ¿y pero de qué? I'm like, pues, un, ¿qué tal si un norteño y banda ahorita como que está, hay un, es como norteño y banda? I don't know. I, for some, I forgot from where we heard a group like kind of like that. I think it was Bucanas. I was say because Bucanas. Yeah, I think it was Bucanas. They were like, I was like, yo toco el acordeón, yo puedo agarrar el acordeón de teclas. Es lo mismo que un teclado. Y usted canta y ya, yo conozco ya pues todos los dos conocemos un chingo de músicos. Yeah. Este, hay que ver si, este, pues, si armamos a un, un grupo o algo, es, es, no está, estaría bien, ¿verdad? Y, pues, de ahí, right there, started calling people, we're in, boom, boom, calling, se armó, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll check it out, este, we'll check it out, and we'll go see, uh, practice something. So, we got músicos together from bandas and... Me and Edvi, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And these are all better. Like, we got musicos que son musicos. We're over here, like, we're Duranguenses. And they're like, okay, who the hell are these guys? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, trying to, like, see, like, our project and everything. And it was crazy because, I mean, from, like, you got, like, all these people respected in the banda scene. Like, banderos, real band, Like, you know, like, 
este Duranguense don't uh, musicians don't get the respect that, <laughs> that you know they don't. I mean, 100%. yeah, you know what I mean. 100%. So este, um, so there este es cuando um, we get together and we had another tubero at first, and he was down, and then he wasn't, and then we had another one he was down, but then wasn't. We struggled getting a tubero, and then our charcheteros are the ones that... Es que lo traen en chinga, compa. No, pues... Pobre tubero, compa. <laughs> no, but this was before we even started playing, though. Oh, snap. Yeah. But I'm like, at the tocadas, that fool was throwing down, no, no matter what. No, this was before we even started playing, and then... He we, was doing overtime in that bitch. And then we finally got our, our, our tubero, the main tubero, like, ya de planta, and it was none other than the best tubero in Chicago. I was like, Chango, Chango yeah. yeah que well, from beast. La Carembe, que en esos tiempos estaba en La Carembe, y we couldn't even believe it. Los chacheteros convinced them. Y este de ahí. The chacheteros were beasts as fuck too, though. Yeah, bro. man. No, pues, yeah. The, the, pues todos estaban, hacían su parte, you know. Yeah. Y, y así se, así se subió. De, de repente, un día por otro, este, subimos un video de 500 balazos, creo. Y de, after that, it was just fucking went viral. Was, and from there, it's just calls left and right. I got a call from from one of the promoters that was doing El Brujo. He was at Mere. And he's like, Manda mi poste. No se quiere echar una tocadita acá. Esta una probadita acá en Mere con la bandeña. I don't think we had a Yeah, we did. We were la bandeña. Y todavía se me quedaba lo del río sin agua. Eso era la bandera del río sin agua. And I still had that little thing. I'm like, I, I have a little tick that I can't get off. I'm like, el río sin agua. And then at, eventually we just took it off. Es la bandera. Okay. So, este... Yeah, we, started, we played Amere. And after the Amere gig, man, we were playing like... Non-stop. Yeah, non-stop. Like, savages. Yeah. <laughs> like, slaving. Like, all, every day. It was, it was crazy. That that um that video that you guys dropped, bro. You guys dropped it. I want to say like a month before you guys actually did right. your first yeah your yeah. first gig, uh -huh. right? Yeah, we bro, had an, I think we had another tuero there, or I, it might have been Jungle actually, but I don't remember. That definitely had people interested, like kind of like uh, I guess hyped. Yeah, because it was it was new, especially especially in Chicago. In Chicago it was never so it was of. like what the fuck like yep. damn it just sounds sick as fuck bro mm -hmm. and then it was like well when do you guys start okay it's like yeah. oh well not another, not till like another month it was yeah. like ah what the fuck yeah. hey put then, up more videos and then we put like, up more yeah, videos yeah. yeah and then it, it kept getting more attention it was crazy y luego pues from there it just took off it was crazy how it took off um este I wanna say man I don't you know I don't <laughs> it, it was so crazy how it took off it's It was literally for sure that those videos that helped a lot. Like, just the way it came out, everything sounded dope. And I wasn't in the best accordion player they could get. And, pero, I mean, it, it worked. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you guys yeah, definitely sounded good, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And, pues, de ahí puro pa' adelante se hizo la bandeña. And playing in every baile, everywhere, meeting people left and right, promoters. The, Do you feel like the, that playing in Bandeña, bro, was even a bigger highlight than playing with like Show Revelación or the other major groups of Duranguense, or was it una una etapa diferente? Uh, I guess I think for me, I th well, it means more to me because um, I guess I didn't just jump in you and hop on, and we could, yeah, me and as we created this like this beast, <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, and that's what like it makes like 
me feel, I guess, better about it. It's got more meaning to me. Like, it's more special, you know. Definitely means more. And so it's pretty badass that um that to, like, see something like that, you know. Like, like, it took off the way it did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're and we were the only group like that here in Chicago. That's, that's what I was going to say. Because even, like, when Show Revelation was at, at their peak mm-hmm. and, and Relajo and whatever, it's just no comparison. Just because, yeah. like, this was new. Mm-hmm. And it was something that just nobody else can, nobody Chicago. else was doing. Yeah. You guys was, were the only, only ones. It was only Bucanas de Culiacan over there in Cali that was doing Oh, that. in Cali. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, that was it that I know of. That's why I felt like. You guys were definitely, like I said, like those mm-hmm. top three. Yeah. Oh, you said Steel Special. Mm-hmm. I, I said it's called the Rancho I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's why. To me, that's what it was. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, we we would play, like I'm telling you, every day of the week on, like, in bailes y en fiestas privadas. Pero estas sí eran fiestas privadas, no como las de hoy que todo el rancho conoce. No, these are privados where it's like, man, these are some people that are just like, holy shit, you're playing and the tuba player siempre le llama mejor. He, he would play, they would play basketball with the tuba with like bills, yeah. like hundos, yeah. they're like playing, shooting at the tuba. I'm like, God damn, I want to be a tuba player. And yo les tiraba el acordeón, I'm like, Put them in here, aquí caben, aquí caben. Pero no, no jalaban, no jalaban. They didn't get it, they thought I was just trying to play better. <laughs> no, it, it so crazy. those are privadas. Yeah, it was crazy, man. Para unas gentes que, man, it was que a veces nos tocaba que de, a ver qué aguanta más ustedes o nosotros and we're like la madre we play for like hours and hours bro it was crazy on a oh, Monday shit. or like on a Wednesday I'm like what the hell yeah a ver quién aguanta más <laughs> yeah some yeah. real shit right there yeah, yeah, yeah. it's crazy I would have been lost bro no damos güeyes a ver quién les paga cabrón yeah it was crazy man but were those mostly like rancho gigs as far as like the like those long ass hours no like, they were right? at I mean, houses también uh, the mo- most of them were at houses like in their basement or like in their house like in the living room and shit just oh. chilling bro yeah big ass houses and shit <laughs> badass houses este and it was crazy got to meet a lot of people too from the from Bandeña, I met so many people from amistades, uh, promoters, uh, musicians. And it's crazy how, like, it just all flows together. Because then from there, that's where I go into after party. Where uh, I leave Bandeña pretty much because I start just, I start getting distracted and with school and stuff, you know. And I'm not focusing on school. Y ya nomás me quedaba, like, a semester to graduate, to get my bachelor's. So that's when I decided, también, that I'm, you know what, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to have to focus on school. So I was in, after Bandeña, I, that's what I did. I este, went to school, focused, and got my bachelor's. Y este, from there, yeah, that's when I came back into the scene. And it wasn't that long that I was out, but it was just a couple months. Like, say, yeah, it didn't, it didn't feel like, it felt like you literally went from a dance straight yeah, into like after party. Yeah, pretty much like, what there it was. was. So you were never afraid to leave something good, like to see what else was coming? Okay, on that. Because I mean, it seems like it was going great for Mandeño. Yeah. At that point, was it like the peak, was it going no, down? No, okay, no, no. No, it was still, they were still even going higher. Yeah. 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 So, so was, you just weren't afraid to leave and like go do something else or like focus on what was important to you? Okay, on that. Because it's, it's hard for people to do that, right? To, yeah. to leave something that's... Oh, yeah. Especially if it's going good. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I... I didn't I didn't want to leave because the money was... Um, like, that, that pay was, nice. was, was real nice, man. I was... 
I was getting things, whatever, anything. Uh, I mean, e- eating anywhere, any restaurant, literally, like, not to like show no, off or anything, but I mean, I had, I had the, I mean, I had the pleasure to be able to do that and take advantage of that too. Pero también, I, it's just like those are things that you know come and go, money comes and goes, and I just figured it. I focused también on my future because this is only going to get me a certain amount of years. Maybe, maybe, and like my future, my goal, like my career, this is like what I, this is gonna be my, that's what I'm gonna pretty much live on for my future too, you know? And so that's pretty much uh, the decision, the executive decision that I took to focus on that first. And then there were talks about maybe going back into Bandeña, and I was like, yeah, but like maybe, and then I was like, you know what? Nah, not anymore. Como que, I don't know, I just, the banda scene, uh, or the, just the whole group thing, I... You had done it for too long already? I think so. And I got to, I think I got what I wanted to do already out of it. And I, but I still love to play and I still do it and I jam out whenever I can, you know, with whoever is the... And I think for like music-wise though, to like as career-wise, as a career or like to play as a make a group, I think I'm done with that. But I'm always willing to jam out and stuff and still play whatever, but... I think that's well the reason I also made that decision to leave and focus on the career because I también ya no me faltaba literally a semester to get my bachelor's and or else I would have like had to redo it again stay another semester and so luckily I did that my parents también like kind of pushed influenced that decision too yeah, which good, I brother. which I think too because honestly if not I don't know where I'd be right now <laughs> oh yeah for sure. But then that's when you went to after party. Then so yeah, how, how did that start? I mean, so then I have uh, Israel. Este, um, we're dating. So me and him date sister. Uh, well, we're dating sisters now. Well, he's married now. I'm getting married. We're still with the, like we have. We've been always with the sisters that we date. And um, um, so I hang out with Israel a little more and more and. Um, one day he had like a camera or something, and he's like, "It's like, este, I got this camera, so we can go, re- este, go record violas. What do you think?" I'm like, uh, "What do you mean? <laughs> like, like just we'll record parties and shit." And I'm like, "Okay, I mean, well, he started doing that. He started recording, and then I and then I go over to like edit the videos, and it was just like pretty much to go record parties, like like violas and stuff, and edit them, and then just upload them and shit." That's what it was at first. It wasn't even after party. Like it, it didn't have a name no. yet. Shout out, compa Israel. Yeah, shout yeah, out yeah, to shout Israel. Out. Este, salud, este, saludos. Este, that's how it started pretty much. And then, and then that name came up through Israel though, and his brother. And then from there, we just it was pretty much just like like what I said, video. And then I I think I added the photo. Cause they had the video camera and I'm like, why? I I'm a photographer too. Like I know how to shoot photos, and that's when we implemented both. And then it eventually, um, it, it was we're just doing that. And one day, um, we did a baile. Just I don't know why. I don't know how it came up. I don't know what. I I still don't know how. We were just talking, chilling, and then just randomly. I'm trying to think how, but it just randomly came up like. Man, we should do a event, or maybe somebody commented something, or, and I'm like, well, I have, I mean, I know people that from when I was in bands, and I know like all these salones and everything, and I know their owners, and they're cool. I'm pretty cool with all, like, 
like different places um maybe we can um hit one of them up and see if we can organize something and i know how the whole band thing works hiring bands and everything they hired me all the time so how would i not know how to like how would i not know how to put together an event you know it's i mean if you've worked them in pretty it's pretty easy to like to depict how to how to work it too yeah so um that's how it started and um we called tony up from Ariela. saludos compa tony shout out shout out este que, que nos dio este la oportunidad ahí to do our first event it was on a thursday on a thursday at Mariela's for cinco de mayo and i remember we named that event kiss me on mexican <laughs> i remember that event yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or maybe it was was it cinco de mayo or was it or was it St. Patrick's Day? I don't know, but I, I named it, uh, or we we all named it Kiss Me on Mexican. And that was our first event on Thursday. Y llegó gente. Pegó. Pegó. And that's like officially after party, or was there still no name? or No, we had after party. The so name that, was, that was there. Already, already, yeah. already there. Okay. Yeah. Este, yeah, este, yeah, that name pretty much came from Israel and his brother. They brainstormed that name. It was a badass name. And, um, we threw that event. I remember it was the name was there for sure because I put that logo on on the flyer, and it's the and it took. I don't know how it, on a Thursday it hit. I don't know. It's the. I mean, I guess the people from following from Andenia, I guess probably still were following me. It wasn't that much, like I said, that was I was out. People following me, and then him too, and we just he knew a lot of people too from the yeah. suburbs. I knew a lot of people from like the other suburbs over here, Franklin Park and like Stone Park area, all that, like all Maywood and all the, like, all those suburbs over there. And he knew all these people from Addison, um, more North Heights. Yeah. And all that. So all those people just came together to Mariela's. And I mean, it wasn't like jam packed, but it was like a good, probably like 250 or like 300 people, I think. Yeah. Especially like on the Thursday. It's like- yeah. And I mean, you know, salió like a couple hundred bucks each. And we're like, damn, this is badass. <laughs> <laughs> and then from there, we're like, uh, let's see where this goes to. And then este, Tony, I, he was surprised too. He's like, we met up with him one day. And uh, I forgot. It was during the week. We meet up with him. And and he was, he helped us out a lot too with like, hey, like, Let's do another one and like let's do this and he helped organize two with us, and the we we met up one time one day he's like, hey how about for the next baile we do rieleros I'm like what the hell? like we haven't even done another baile before and like rieleros like and like first of all and like we don't where the hell are we gonna get all this money and like rieleros ain't no thousand dollars no, man <laughs> in that deposit in that the, not even the deposit yeah, <laughs> like, I was saying you need a big deposit yeah you know? exactly. And man, it was. And he, y'all made that happen. And he pushed. He's like, "Come on, let's fuck." He's like, "Let's just let's do it." And then me and Israel were like, "Man, well, let's." Yeah, well, I guess yeah, let's do it. Let's let's try it out. A ver qué pasa. And we do it on a Saturday. Rieleros at Mariela's first time there, I think. And and it hit también. It was risky as hell. We were like, that was like the most stress ever. That's the thing about events, man, that people think it's like a all partying and fun, but oh man, when you don't see people coming in that door, you're just like you can't even you can't even drink nothing. You're just like 
What the fuck? Looking at your phone. It's eight o'clock. Where's everybody at? Yeah, exactly. Especially all that money on the line. You're like, God damn. Oh Wouldn't y'all do like free drinks from seven to eight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was one of those motherfuckers open coming bar. in early. Open yeah, bar. Open yeah. bar. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and we did that. And it hit también. And este, it was crazy. Um, from there, I guess it just kept taking off. We kept doing bailes locally and um, big groups too. I would have never imagined, like, I was playing and, like, or, like, looking up to these groups and now I'm hiring them, you know, like. That's just crazy. Right? Yeah. like, uh, they're a huge, like, uh, group, like, I looked up to growing up, you know. Este, like, it was, it's crazy, especially being a musician, you know. Oh, for sure. Like, I'm, I was just, like, over the roof, you know. As soon as they get there, I, I get to greet them right at first, you know, meet them, take pictures with them, and then. All the groups that we got, it was it was pretty cool. And what was another group that was big that you guys brought? Uh man, there was a lot. Um, we brought also uh, Maquinaria to Marelas. Ma- Maquinaria was a big hit too. Uh, the, I think the biggest hit we had was Los Ramotitos. Those little kids that oh really yeah, yeah we were the first ones I to still follow ones. them on Facebook bro. We were the first ones yeah, yeah. yeah we were the first ones to bring them and, and we had them at Marielas. And they slammed, they slammed the doors, they closed doors at like 9.30 p.m. or 10. It was crazy. And like, there's all people of ages there. It was, it was nice. It was nice to see that too. Like, not just like young people were there to see, like their parents were there too to see those kids. Like, oh, like, it, like, it was crazy. I saw a lot of my friends take their parents and everything. Because these kids would play like old school, you know, so all these. They still do, bro. Yeah. I still yeah. follow them on Facebook. They dope as hell, bro. Oh, yeah. Them, yeah. them kids went viral. Yeah, bro. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's why it was. Was like, it was a huge thing. And then they yeah. were coming here to Chicago for the first time. Yeah, Mariela's. And it was a snowstorm. Hey, like, whose idea snowing. was that, though, bro, to contact them, Los Ramoncitos? Uh, I guess it was just, I don't know. I think I think we got a call, like, as an opportunity. That's what it was. Um um they're like hey they're gonna be close by in town it's like um you guys want to get them it would be exclusive to you guys i'm like oh hell hell yeah Uh, because they were also like they were just viral but they weren't like doing buy lists where it's like they weren't doing huge buy lists yet so it's gonna be crazy they were still they were still blowing up but they 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 packed up mariela's like no other it was crazy we broke a record that day they got probably broken again already, but stay. We broke. We had that record of like attendance there, people and closing doors. That it was it at was a certain like, time and yeah, hit it. yeah. Man, it was it was it was dope. That was a good the, that that event. All these events, uh, we had a lot of luck, and I mean, we just I guess we were doing things. Uh, we we always like knew and did our things right um like just like organizing things yeah, yeah trying to be organized and not just like randomly like or just you know like we try to be organized with all that and try to make us professional too just to um not get i guess just not get distracted with things and not pay attention to like your business you know because it's a business at the end oh it is so then i guess that helped a lot to to i guess succeed the way we did for like five years yeah. So after Park Chicago went off for five years, like in, in that way. Yeah, like we were successful, like where it was like boom in five years nonstop. It was weekend after almost weekend after weekend making events, um, big and small locally. The, I think one of the best events locally, like local bands, was the ones I think we did with you. No, 
uh, the tamborazo one. Oh, the, at, the tamborazos? Yeah, at, at Mariela's. That yeah, thing got, was dope. That yeah, it got packed. They got packed. It got packed, and it was only tamborazos. So so we got some good change out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, no, <we> <laughs> <laughs> IRS, is, IRS is listening, bro. Nah, we ain't get nothing. Nah. We lost that day. That was nah. Tony's event. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, though, um, that was a pretty good event, bro. And uh, just because it's the, we didn't have any like big bands. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was legit, bro. Just tamborazos. But at that time, también, tamborazos were kind of... A thing, you know what I mean? It's kind of like how like Norteños and Serrinos is right now. Yep, exactly. like, there's like a thousand of them. And yeah, shit, you know. Yeah, they're back everywhere. then there was like a thousand fucking tamborazos. So you know, yeah, like, don't take their credit, bro. <laughs> Norteños and Serrinos dope as hell, bro. Oh, they are. <laughs> hey, oh, yeah, we, we'll hire them. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever we get money, <laughs> <laughs> stimulus hasn't hit yet. <laughs> that stimmy hasn't hit, bro. We waiting on that two thousand. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's coming. It's coming. Yes, I hope so. <laughs> Nah, yeah, that's dope though, that, bro. That was yeah, like I said, that event was dope. It was cause and it was like one of a kind too. It was the first time ever something got done like that yeah. in a hall where we had tamborazos playing like in a circle. Yep. And like battle, Yo, battling, it was. What's dope. up with the drama though? With the battles though, bro. Like que quien ganó, que que ganó este, que ganó lo otro. <laughs> Are we getting into that or nah? Real uh, quick, we we can. <laughs> that that was. Oh, starting um, shit. Sorry, bro. <laughs> that was I. I well, I don't. Paul can correct me. That was mainly me, bro. I liked announcing winners. Yeah. I know I know some bands didn't like it. Yeah. I know not everybody because at that time it was KPM, it was After Party, it was Chaka, that were yeah. compa Ricky. Yeah, Ricky. Yes, yeah, um, and not everybody agreed. But with what? With the winners or with <laughs> no, announcing, like announcing winners? Announcing, oh, okay. yeah. Like as musicians, you know, as the, and and Paul, you know, it's uh, it does put pressure. Yeah. You know what I mean? And especially we were doing stuff like whoever wins takes the pot yeah you know <laughs> so people get mad <laughs> people get mad people get mad oh yeah but there's money involved bro yeah. well yeah because it's like you're going out there you're wasting not wasting your time but you're putting in your, yeah. your time and then all of a sudden you walk home with nothing yeah, yeah but i do remember you were like hey bro we're gonna go in the middle and then we're gonna start with this jam <laughs> and then yeah. after that we're gonna hit him with this one it was almost like a rap battle bro i was like it was it was fun to listen to it was fun it was fun it was fun to listen to me it was, it was fun. It was cool. I mean, you, it was, yeah, it was like, it was like, what's it called? That movie? Drumline? Or yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were like facing each other. He took it back, bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nick Cannon. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. And then we would do it like once a year. Yeah. So it was like, it was like know, a yearly thing. Yeah, it was a yearly thing. So it wasn't like something like, oh, it's every other month. Yeah. Or it's kind of like where it gets boring or kind of like, yeah. where, you know, it was like, mm-hmm. no, it was once a year. And people would look forward to it. They look, yeah. yeah. It was I know cool. I did, bro. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's crazy from there. Like, I'm t- like I'm telling you, it's the the like meeting people in the bands, and then moving over to making events. I met so much other people. It's crazy. Like, so many other people are like, I don't, man. Some people I meet, like I forget I meet them, and then like they see me. Hey, how's it going? Hey, remember me? I'm like, oh yeah. Hey, bro. <laughs> I feel so bad when that happens, bro. Yeah, you know me, I mean? and me too. Because I'm it's like, like sh- man, I don't mean to like. It, like be like a jerk or anything but it's just you meet so many people oh, like it's crazy you get like i'm talking about like five six hundred people you like you meet a weekend like from all these violets you know and like try to remember everybody it's hard but i mean little by little i mean you get 
Well, then on top of that, people. you you know, you being a musico, it's like mm-hmm. so you meet people with, as being a musico, mm-hmm. and at least for me, it was like, oh yeah, like I hired you, yeah, two summers ago in my backyard, yeah. like well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like damn, yeah, people bro, would like, be with me too, like hey, I remember you from Mandena and stuff. I was like, oh yeah, like, yeah. that was me, <laughs> <laughs> that was me, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy. And then uh, we just kept doing bailes, like I said, like. Uh, Locally and big, and I mean some other big ones. I can't think of any. I mean, it's because there's so many. I I just blanked out. <laughs> no, I, I blanked know. out right now. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I remember the maquinaria one a lot because that was one of my favorite ones. Maquinaria y los pescadores del Rio Conchos. There, they were. That was a badass baile. That one got badass too. And I remember I I enjoyed that one a lot because I was a huge fan of maquinaria. I still am a huge fan of maquinaria. And, like, all these things, too, events, they bring new, like, amistades, too, that you would never think, like, like people from Los Rileros, like, I'm cool with them now. Like, they're, they're like, I hit them up, they hit me up, like. Oh, that's the, dope as fuck. You know, like, you meet people like these, and you get, you're like, oh, yeah, that's my, like, I know the dude, they're on TV, he's like, oh, that's my boy, and like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm like, like, I don't yeah. want you actually <laughs> stay tight with them. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, I tell people, oh, that's my boy, like, you know, like, nah, and then, you know, they don't believe you and shit. You're like, yeah, I was at his hacienda, we, chido, we, fuimos a pescar y todo, we. Yeah, and, like, the guys from Maquinaria, Rory, Keith, they're cool with me, too. Este, a lot of musicians, man, it's, thankfully, thankfully, it's been cool like that, where I get to still keep in contact and, like, uh, friendship with them, which is badass. Cause like I like aside from the business, I also like to like you know, but just not just look at business and boom, I'm done with you. I like to like hang out with them or like get to know them too. Network, and, and I shit. think they appreciate it too. And I, they're not just treated like robots and stuff, you know. Like yeah, you know, yeah. get paid and leave, you know. And I think that's I guess that's what happened uh, with that. Like they appreciated the, I guess the talk and friendship that that would evolve with them. Right. So it's pretty cool, man. It's unbelievable, like. To go through your phone, you know, and see like, oh yeah, the, yeah. this guy from this guy from this band, this band. That's pretty dope. Yeah, dope. Seeing them on TV is oh, it's my friend. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that is dope, cool. bro. Yeah, man. Any any um, uh, I guess like memories, kind of like where where it's like, man, this show was crazy with like after party or because I, I at least for myself, like there's always to me que siempre se me queda. Uh, when I when I did KPM was uh-huh. some somebody was trying to come in and they were trying to come in for free. Oh, okay. you know one of those like but i mean it could be different for you but that, it's just it always sticks to me uh-huh. because a dude was like trying to walk in with like a jacket or whatever uh-huh. trying to make it seem like it was like a band jacket oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then i was I, all I like think- nah nah bro like who, you know who are you you know he's all like oh i'm with the band i'm like which band i'm with cristalera and i'm like bro you just <laughs> fucked up really bro you just fucked up right now bro that like, happened to me get too. your ass out of here bro you were trying to be cristalera too no no. <laughs> no 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 that happened to me too though some guy tried to come he was trying to come into mariela's with a band he had like his jacket the, the una banda. i don't know if he played i think he played in a band but he had just probably finished a gig somewhere else. Oh. And he's like, what to tocar ahorita? And I'm like, con cual banda? A ver, and he showed the jacket. I'm like, esa banda no está tocando hoy. And he's like, oh, no. I was like, no. <laughs> so he still had the nerve to ask, no? <laughs> You're like, nah, bro. Oh. So yeah, bro. So that's going to be 50 bucks. <laughs> or give me the jacket. <laughs> hey, we'll take that too. Yeah. That's yeah, funny, it's crazy. Man. I mean, stuff like that, I mean. I think crazy stuff that's happened is I think just some crazy stuff is like when you have those events where you lose, man. Those are those are hurt. They those hurt a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I we did we did a bunch of events too where we risk a lot, 
And it's the, I think one of the crazier ones was the, was the one we pulled that, it was that Club Sixty Four out an outdoor one. Uh, we called it. Uh, we named it. Oh, Banda Palooza, I think. Yeah. That was the original one. Yeah, yeah the original one. <laughs> the Banda Palooza que. Yeah, I mean, we try to do like a Lollapalooza, pero the bandas. bandas, yeah, it was outdoor, and we try to promote it, it's all, an all-day thing, pero la gente no, no llegó como hasta las, like, 7 or 8 p.m., which we had music for the whole day and night, oh, shit. so it still worked out, but I mean, it sucked that a lot of people didn't get to see the first, like, groups play and stuff, we had Banda Yuridense that day, too, and they played two hours, they played on the big stage outside, because we had a huge stage, like, I see, like, big festival type and it was inside the lot of club 64 which was dope and and instead we had like mechanical bulls and like a bunch of stuff like food like taqueros and like all these puestos it was pretty it was pretty it was a cool concept i think to this day it still is a pretty badass concept if it can get pulled it just off have to work yeah yeah it's just you just need to know how to pull it off i guess the promoting it a better weight so people know it's during the day or maybe even doing like a three-day thing. I don't know. I'm gonna stop, I'm gonna stop giving ideas, or else I'm gonna start to ask for royalties. <laughs> I think with social media now, the way social media is taking over, bro, yeah. I think it might it might be easier to pull that yeah. off now. You know? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think and so. the younger crowd is definitely more into it, yeah. Lollapalooza and shit yeah, like that. You yeah, know, for maybe sure. our generation wasn't yeah. as much. You know? But yeah, so we tried doing that. That was a crazy one. We put a lot of money into that, and at first, when you have like the first say six hours of the event and like very little people they say like unas 100 personas you're like you're like bro we're like damn man we're we're not gonna we're, we're gonna we're about it like we i'm like i don't know what's gonna happen well, you're probably gonna lose your ass on this yeah one. i'm like holy shit man we were nervous nervous you're miserable like man man and it was just and you like, guys throwing that event or there was other people uh, involved the other investors it was no, it was just us and the guys from Club Sixty Four oh, okay, Capital cool. Entertainment, con el compa Louis. Shout out Louis, Louis Corona. Shout out to my compa. Este, we did a lot of events with him too. Este, and, but yeah, pero ya el último sí llegó la raza y sí, at least we broke even. <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, so, yeah, the so, experience. Yeah, so the experience. I mean, and it rained too. It rained just in time when we were moving because we were not gonna do it outside the whole night. Cause I have to, you can't have, we can't have the music out loud that lot, like that late. So after a certain time, like I think seven or eight p.m., we're gonna move the music inside, and it started raining like right at that time. Perfect. We're like perfect, like, perfect. let's go inside. Yeah. That's yeah. So it, it worked, it worked out just perfectly, man. And he, that's that's yeah, dope, bro. Salió, yeah, yeah. But then it's the after party took a break or. Yeah. So I mean, after all these years, five years happened. Five years went down and. Uh, we did a, we had a good five years, a good run, este, and then it just started getting to the point where we're like, there's competition everywhere, like, and it was kind of weird. It was just like, you have bailes like in every corner, you know, like, in within like, a, a one mile radius, you know, you have right, like right. five bailes. There's a little bar here doing a baile, well, one group, another bar here, another bar here, another bar here. All those bars have one group. And then you get 10 people, 10 people, 20 here, and, and like, it just splits up people, and then your violet, you got, like, 100 people less already, you know? And it's just, like, I mean, it's cool. It's, I mean, it's part of the business, you know? Yeah. And it just got to that point where we're, like, man, 
we did we were doing them for like we kept doing a couple more bailes and bailes and we kept um it was just like taking hits or breaking even stressing out you're just like get to the point where like man i don't know i don't know what i should do anymore so that's when we decided to like just you know what let's take a break let's take a quick break or a ver que pasa you know see if we could uh maybe come with fresh fresh uh fresh ideas again or something and how long was that break uh i think it's still going on <laughs> yeah to this day <laughs> well, <laughs> no no it's the, no actually so what happened is um during that break i started getting more into my like what i my career is graphic design um i got my bachelor's in graphic design he um i just focused more on that and where i was working i worked for i was like working in different companies and then uh then eventually when i was in after party over yeah i was already in this other company where i was like little like yeah there for a couple more like for more years like for three four years and that's where when i was in that company i got more serious about my job because i liked it I, like out in that company i liked it a lot i was doing a lot and i and i got i got more of um in charge of things there i took more lead and got like more like everything was more like like pretty much what I, like what i would want like my creativity and stuff yeah i i, I would get taken into account uh account a lot there so i liked that a lot and i liked it it was cool and i guess that's why now i was like you know what i don't know if i want to like be like going back to the to the promo scene to the you know the nightlife scene again just because i mean i did it and it was fun yeah and it was it was great business it was dope and meeting gotta meet a lot of people and to this day from people i met there i still work like with some of those and um i think i just didn't see myself doing that for the rest of my life that's what that's what it was you know so that's what i'm i'm like i took the decision to i'm like you know what i think i'm just gonna focus on my career now and try to build something off of that you know but you so you guys did talk to like come back but you just weren't for yeah it yeah so yeah we did yeah um israel hit me up too he like he's like hey paulie you wanna you down to like start after party back up and then like start doing events again i was like and i thought about it I was like oh man let me think about it maybe and i was like gonna say yeah and then i was like you know what no man i ended up just uh backing now and i and I, I just thought it was the best decision i to this day i mean I'm, i don't regret it i think it's i'm more focused towards like my long-term goals now than more like a short term i just i didn't see myself doing that for the rest of my life you know or like some something to keep like I, i'm not wasting my time on but i guess i could be spending that time more wisely on my other stuff that, well, it's time consuming bro it's definitely it is, yeah. it does it take up a lot, lot. it was yeah. gonna keep you away from your craft or from your job yeah, from exactly. your career you know yep and then now i'm i, I got to focus on that and now i am where i am i got i focus on that i did what i was looking to do which was leave that where i was working i got all this experience from every all these companies i worked for and i was uh, that's what i was doing little by little just getting experience from all these companies and and i jumped to where i am now i i left the company i was at and now i started my own company two years ago already a little over two years uh, i started my own company called north creative and we're a marketing uh, marketing agency yeah and that's uh, some of the stuff that we have now right brother yeah so i mean i, I thought i brought i bring some of my work here um not a lot of it um but i figured i'm in the uh, I figured I'd bring uh, something that I uh, I created myself. So 
Uh, first of all, sh- I'll give a shout out to my boy uh, Isaias from Lumina Mix. Yeah, shout out, brother, shout out. One of my clients that I work with here. We started off with this. Um, he started off with this Michelada mix that he was like so excited to start and everything. And but that's what I do, you know. So like with my clients, I get to know what they want and get to know them a little, and they get their concepts, and then I could take it from there, and create their brand. So we do all their branding. So like we do, Loom, we did. We started out with Luminarix, created their logo, and then their whole label and everything, man. And and we just try to make it as appealing as possible so people can buy it. You know, just try to make it, um, you know, high appealing all the time or something creative. You know, something that's gonna stand out there and like stick in their head. And that's the whole point of branding. You know, trying to get that. And I. And thankfully, it's been working for him. I mean, from what I've seen, and he's told me, um, I see it everywhere now. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, he's only been in business, like, I think a year now. Because I remember I started his logo, like, in a year ago, like, in December, I think it was. And his labels and stuff. And uh, and he's started from, like, home. Now he's grown. And now he's grown. And he's at all these stores, Cermak Produce, and all these other stores over, like, in there on the shelves and like has his own little section and stuff and yeah that's what's and, up that's and i dope. appreciate like like clients like that that care about like their image too their branding like that's what that that has a lot to do with like the success of a company, of a company. too the marketing itself the doing marketing its job. and yeah the marketing and just the branding the look yeah i gotta have that you gotta have that little you know that little like something that's gonna rem- that people are gonna be like oh yeah that's from like you guys you have the little mic with the little wire filters you know people are like oh yeah like you see that and like yeah that's it from the compass i'm filtering the podcast right. so that's what it's all about you know so it's the um so i brought this i'm like i show a little bit of my work through this way and you guys can enjoy some michelas oh, too <laughs> we appreciate it man really good shout out lumbre mix yeah the they, chamoy the michelada mix they just came out with these uh new chamoy uh, Flavors, so they Flavor, got oh, yeah. mango and then they got the red, uh, strawberry or uh, sandia watermelon. Yeah, I'm sorry, Checo, but I might be taking some of these. No, bro. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> some of those candies too. I'll, I'll put them in the middle, and you guys fight them. <laughs> for, for our listeners on uh, on Spotify and Apple Podcast, um, he's actually showing some of our stuff. You can definitely go on on YouTube and, and yeah. check it out, so you can see. I'm gonna link everything. Bro. I'll link ah, your sure. Instagram, um, yeah. everything. That way, you know, people could reach out to you. Yeah, you know? any marketing needs, anything or logos. Uh, yep, marketing was. Anything you need, printing, we do printing as well. Um, all the like any kind of printing, vinyl, decals, business cards, paper, anything really. Stickers, all that. Stickers, yeah. We might have to do yeah. some stickers, bro. Yeah, thing. for sure. Let Let's me get know. some of these staggers and start posting them everywhere. He said, Pop, give people to re- hey, yeah. remind you somehow. They're, they're going to remember. Go yeah. pass some filter, yeah. bro. Put them on the bus, put them on the train. Yeah. Down, down. For sure. Yeah, let me know. You know, I'm always. I'm down. I'm always down to do creative stuff or out of the, like out of the norm stuff. That's even better because then it works and then I get credit for it too. You know, it's pretty uh, well, for sure, for sure. But yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Like what you can, like what you can do, like just from designing something. Like you, like este, I got to the point where, uh, well, I designed a, a CD cover. This was, this goes back to before I started my company. Like I was doing like a bunch of stuff before, like. Like a lot of uh, just like on my own stuff, like yeah. stuff is the, and and I was doing like CD covers for like bands and stuff, and I did a cover for Alerta Cero. Oh, sure. And I got that that cover, that whole CD got Grammy nominated. Oh, and, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, so it was pretty dope. Yeah, that's dope. 
And then I was hoping they would have won that Grammy because if they win one, I would have won one too. <laughs> no way. Yeah. So I, I, I was. That would be insane, <laughs> bro. Damn, bro. Yeah, because like the whole team gets like right, that's, everybody that's how it works. Anybody involved? Everybody involved. Yeah. Whoever yeah. put hands. So in did it. you get credit for that? Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah. I mean, I have that that album's out there somewhere. It's and you can find it probably on Spotify too. It's on there. Shit it's like this cool. is interesting to me. I'll definitely be the guy that goes to Google that, like, oh, what did he create? Like, what was yeah, yeah. it? You know? Yeah. That's dope as hell. Yeah, and it was like a whole CD. Back when the CDs were still, like, kind of in, they were still in, yeah. Because I made, like, a whole pamphlet and everything. So, like, it's the cover, and then you open the pamphlet, and that's the guys, you know? So all the girls could, like, drew on the, all over. Them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, trying to make the guys look good. And we had a whole photo shoot. I did the photo shoot and everything. Oh, so, sure. yeah, it was pretty cool. And, like, stuff like that is cool. And then you just. Things in like I don't know where like now you I just drive anywhere like not anywhere but I drive around see my work and like oh should I did that what's another <laughs> popular thing that you've done that you're like you see all the time oh man what is it man there's or one that you're like oh this one popped off crazy like I didn't expect it to or like well I got another client where we work a lot together which is awesome they let me do a lot of they're open to creativity too mm -hmm. it's with uh, Los Comales and Marlos Park and, okay. and Elgin so oh, so okay. so Los Comales Marlos Park and Elgin they're it's so they're they work differently it's not like they're not all linked up all the Comales right so Comales Marlos Park and Comales Elgin is their own thing and they so I do their all their all their marketing Social media marketing, we like, I take care of all that. So uh, with Don man, I've had a lot of stuff that we that we've worked on together. That's pretty dull. That's gone viral, like crazy viral, and it's pretty cool. Like they got, I mean, one of the first things we did was we did an ad campaign for when they started making the heart shaped tortas, and then so we did like a whole photo shoot and then like their ads on Facebook and everything. And man, that thing got so many. Like I think it got like over ten thousand likes and like. And like all this like comments and I mean it was crazy like the reach you got because now on Facebook you could like you get analytics and stuff and you could see like how many people see your things and everything on your like page and stuff and your posts and you could see how many people like like clicked it scrolled through it like all everything yeah. and you could see it all now and which is really helpful for like marketing when it comes to like the analytics and all that um so it's uh that was one of the cool things i like working like with them a lot because we do a lot of crazy like creative stuff, like they things. let you do outside the box yeah, stuff. yeah uh like the recent one we went viral on tiktok a couple weeks ago for la rosca de los reyes uh so we just opened up a tiktok for them uh it was uh not long ago it was probably like a month ago a little bit like couple say a week or two before La Rosca de los Reyes. and Zanetto or whatever? Yeah, so they do a, a Rosca de Tacos, and they put, like, you, they come with a little, they come with the babies and shit, too. Oh, so, shit. yeah, it's pretty cool, and... Um, so, you people get to swallow a baby? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean... <laughs> You're stupid, for. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people don't want to make tamales. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm not going to get to that. Oh, shit. You're done with it. <laughs> I apologize <laughs> to the culture. <laughs> <laughs> that was his idea, bro. He's a marketing, bro. No, no, no. <laughs> this uh, whoever made that pan is like, <laughs> oh, that's, that's the guy. The rosca, yeah. Fucking oh, uh, no. I apologize. <laughs> I take it back. Uh, so, so yeah, um, we got. Damn, I forgot how many. <laughs> uh, we got half a million views. 
Oh shit On TikTok Yeah let me check it Let's see where we're at now Hold on It's gonna come out right now Como hace tacos de lengua Oh it's No way No no way Don't say anything bro. bro Yeah wait I'm gonna let Paul speak bro <laughs> Yeah so we got He's a marketing genius here 490,000 views And 37,000 comments Damn Oh no 37,000 likes And 900 uh, Almost 400 comments it went viral, and then before that, we had another one got thirty five thousand views. So, so they like thing. the work. They they like the they way like you... to stay fresh too. With like, like with the with the culture, you know, like new the new stuff, you know, like TikTok and like jokes and stuff like that. So that that helps a lot too. They're open to that, which helps uh, to also keep their name out there too. You know, and um, and then they just recently opened an, uh, a new restaurant too in Edison called uh, Taco About It. And oh, so, I've been seeing about that. Yeah, so the, uh, that's I, the same owners. Yep, yeah, same owners, and I I do a lot of the all the marketing work for them too. For that, different tacos though. No, same tacos. Oh. Yeah, yeah, same tacos. It's the same tacos. Everything's the same. Uh, um, same menu, and just as good. <laughs> so right. it's, dope. it's dope. So if anybody has a chance to check any of those places out, definitely recommend them. That's for sure, bro. And definitely recommend their social media pages. They're funny. <laughs> we'll link them. Not just because right, we'll I make them. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah. No, yeah. Then, I mean, no, you don't got to link so many people. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to have to name we'll all my... links, bro. It don't matter. People yeah, people might be like, wait, what was it? You know, all right, like, let me get all my clients out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We're done. Tomales, <laughs> lumbre. <laughs> no, no, yeah. And then... Um, and uh, another crazy uh, experience with this um, design job, I mean, well, just once I started my company, um, I got a chance to, I work with a, with a non-profit organization called, este, it's called Naima. It's the, este, so they, they, this non-profit is more like, they're based, they're pretty much based on like the whole immigration, like culture and everything about trying to help immigrants and everything and like trying to pretty much help them or just like get it out there how, and it's the, to how to help like if you need help with anything like like to get them established or what like um, once they're here uh that or also like if they need help like doing like any type of paperwork or anything oh okay, like, okay. like that, that, that paperwork that, assistance and stuff yeah like that. That, that type of stuff and then they also then they also do like events here and there for like for like um to like also like like it's the, they 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 do this huge event, an annual event that they do um with a bunch of other nonprofits that they all get together, but they're they're the they're the ones that organize it, like the main ones. Este, and they it's a it's like an event to like pretty much show culture, like the Mexican and Latin, like Hispanic culture. So what they do is they bring in um they bring in uh the uh folklorico este, este what's it called like bailables yeah bailables folcloricos and mariachis from mexico the jalisco and este different bands and stuff like that este all this culture to like pretty much remind people of what their culture are what where is. we come from yeah and it's pretty dope because then all these people it, it gathers and uh, a lot of people get together for it and now it it started off with like little events here and there and now it's it's um it's gotten to where we do them at uh, Millennium Park now. So oh, so now it's every usually it's like end of August when they do them, 
and we get like 15,000 people there. And, and like, you do their marketing as well? Yeah, yeah. So I do their marketing for there and then like their photography too. So it's pretty interesting. Like it's pretty dope, you know, being there. Uh, I usually get char- in charge of like the media team. So it's like the photography and video and stuff like that of like what gets captured and everything. Because then we do like promo clips for later on. And then, and these are all free events too. So like people at Millennium Park, they come by and like they bring their own food and all that and sit down and enjoy the show and it's pretty dope because then i get to see it all from backstage and on stage too because i'm over here taking pics and everything and um and it's crazy like seeing all like all these people like fifteen thousand people out there that's dope and like sounds like you're involved with some cool shit bro (laughs) yeah i mean i I, luckily with all these clients and uh organizations i've been able to um work with it's that they gave me some awesome opportunities and it's it's awesome honestly it's i, I would have never thought my job would have gotten me to things like this um i think one of the crazier ones was uh i got sent to jalisco uh rancho de vicente fernandez oh yeah it was badass and um because and it was um already he doesn't allow people like vis- they don't allow visitors anymore and at the time i went they were still like they didn't allow that they already had stopped allowing visitors just because um He's getting older, so and they want to like take care of him better. And this is way before the pandemic. Um, this was in and this was in February of 2018, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I went to Jalisco for the same organization, Naima, and they they were they were getting their like their anthem, their song called Mexico en el Corazón, because that's the name of their event. The Naima, uh, the, the name of the event is called uh, Mexico en el Corazón, and so. That's the, they were making like a theme, a, a, a song for it called Mexico en el Corazón. And so that's the, the mariachi they're recording was most of like the mariachis, uh, mariachi guys from Chentes. Mariachi Vargas at Tecalitlan. Oh, okay. So that's like, yeah. they're known for being the, the best mariachi, el mejor mariachi del mundo, they call them. So these guys, like, they play everywhere. They're like all over the world. And it's crazy because like, the day we got there, that Monday we got there, the producer of the song, este, um, he was there. He had like he gets there and he's like, "Ganamos an, ganamos anoche." I'm like, "What? What is he talking about?" Like they're all talking about how they won. I'm like, "What the hell? They jugaron football, okay? Una cascarita? No, they just won some Grammys and shit." I was like, "Oh damn! They won like all these Grammys for Luis Miguel's album." he produced and like all these guys that produced it were there and it's the for the because the grammys that were that sunday before and i was like oh shit they're <laughs> on celebration ass. mode yeah it was pretty cool and then they started recording the theme and i was there like i was sent there to film like the behind the scenes of recording the song you know and uh, how i got recorded and like, how i got the uh, yeah how the song got recorded you know like the back like kind of like the backstage page you know that's the it was pretty cool. I got to film that, take pictures. Um, unfortunately, I, I didn't get to meet, meet Vicente. The, Did you see his ass? He was looking out the window. Oh, for he sure. was. I saw him peeking. He was like, <laughs> he, was like oh, he, saw me, he saw me look and he closed it. <laughs> Who the fuck is in my backyard? <laughs> yeah, no, you see anybody? Like his kids or no? Yeah, I saw his kid. I met his kid, uh, Gerardo. He's, he's uh, one of the, I think he's the older one. Este, he's the one that hit, he would. I think he would manage more, like be like more of like in the management. He wouldn't sing or anything, but yeah, I got to meet him. 
And there are cool people. Este, there are cool people. And Rancho está chido. Yeah, it's crazy. It's different level. A whole other level. It's a, that that's a town. That Damn, rancho is like a town. That, bro? Yeah, like we Jeez. took we took like oh. like from the entrance we drove like about unos three minutes to get to the studio. Because the studio's inside the rancho. That's big, bro. So that, I know three minutes sounds short, but yeah. when, oh. when you in already car, entered the in house, car, bro, yeah. Walking's like unos 20 minutes. <laughs> so, like, all, everybody that worked in the rancho had their cuatrimoto. Mm. Like, they go take them and they come back. And you see, like, them all over the ranch. Constant. Yeah. It's huge. It's huge. Their gasoline range. budget is up <laughs> high, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. The wages are low, bro, but the gasoline prices, <laughs> that's where they're losing. <laughs> yeah, it was, but it was dope, man. I got to experience that. I couldn't believe it. It's awesome. Got to be in that studio that Vicente Fernandez recorded a lot of his hits. Oh, I, snap. And, like, I saw the, like, it, the, the walls had all these, like, platinum albums, uh, you know, all that stuff. It was dope. Yeah, yeah, bro. That's yeah. badass. That's, that's an awesome. It sounds like your your experiences uh, that your career has brought, bro, and the networking that you've done uh, throughout since the beginning. It seems like your life has been exactly what it should have been, you know? Yeah. And they kind of set you. Uh, you set it's yourself up. Kind of like up. lining up. Yes, like exactly, bro. It's Just crazy. the way you, to, you know, you told your story, bro. It sounds like you've. You know, it kind of lined up for itself, yeah. or, or you set yourself yeah. up for success, bro. And it's crazy because I didn't even like set anything up; it just happened. You know, it's like I, it's not like I strategically did this and this, and I just like it just happened. And I think it's just like the networking was, that was the important part. I think that helped a lot. A lot of hard know. work behind it though, too, bro. Yeah. Like you know oh, what I mean? Like sure, being yeah. a musician, you know, and and working nights like that, dude. Yeah. It ain't no joke. Man. Uh, yeah. It's fun when you're young, though. Yeah, for <laughs> but, sure. Yeah, but it definitely takes a toll. Like you, you get you get beat. <laughs> oh, hundred percent, bro. Yeah, 100%. but but it's 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 crazy. Yeah, like you said, it's it all kind of like just lines up, and I think it all it, a lot has to do with the networking too. Knowing how to network, I I think that I push that a lot to like people. If they want to like be a little bit more or like not successful, but like out there more networking gets you a lot. Oh, for sure. It's all about it just, who you know, bro. Yeah, yeah, you know someone here, there, there, there. Like, we could, like, I would go with my friends. We'd be like, let's go to Cali. And like, oh, yeah, let's go. I know, I'm, I'm like, I know a couple of people over there from like throwing events over here, you know, like musicians. Like, I hit them up and then, then we go hang out with them, you know, and then stuff like that. It's crazy. Like, just like all these different places. Uh, the, I would go and like I know somebody there. It's crazy. No tener miedo, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Networking and, and and yeah, no, definitely not be scared. Yeah, just go out there and do your thing. You know, it's crazy. I, I mean, it's pretty cool. Like I also never would have thought I would have been uh, doing like a well a podcast, especially like this. <laughs> and then at like, this higher level, yeah, bro. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. <laughs> I was like, you sure you want to talk to me? <laughs> nah, nah, dude. We're happy to have you here, bro. We appreciate uh, you coming on, bro. No, I, I appreciate the invite. Uh, but, uh, I mean, what I was getting to was that, I mean, I would have never thought I would have been on something like this platform or también recently I did a, I did a, what's it called? I did a presentation for La Universidad de Guanajuato. And so, like, it, they had, like, a marketing, they have a marketing class thing. And, like, a project for, like, kids that are into, like, marketing, like, studying that. And so they have, like, different people, like, try to get different people from marketing and to do, like, a presentation on their career and, like, what it entails and everything. And unfortunately, because of COVID, um, I had to do it via Zoom. Uh, uh, so it was kind of weird. 
But if not, I would have gotten sent to Mexico <laughs> to Guanajuato. It would have been dope. But I still did it, and it was cool. It was it was a good experience too because I had never done something like that. So. ¿Y te toca hacerlo en español o en inglés? I could have done it however I wanted. Oh, to. it didn't matter. Yeah, yeah, but I did it in Spanish. Orale. Yeah, I, I did it in Spanish, and it pretty much talked about like what I just told you guys, like my experiences and the cool things I got to like do too. And it was crazy because like. I was just like, oh, okay, I'll do this presentation. It'll be cool. But then seeing the feedback after, because it's like a live thing. And then I go back. You could see, like, the comments the students made and everything. There was some cool comments, man, that actually, like, I was like, oh, damn. Like, I'm I'm inspiring kids. <laughs> 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 Which was weird. I was like, I, it felt weird, but cool at the same time. Like, man, like, this is kind of cool. No, like, that's badass, bro. And, that's like, badass. Yeah, it was, like, a cool feeling. And, like, I was like, man, like, it kind of motivated me more to, like, do more you know i mean i still haven't done a lot that i still want to do you, you know? still have goals to hit i still have a lot to do <laughs> i'm still barely like beginning here you know like but but little by little you know i'm trying to get to what i vision i guess as my company right now we're still small i mean super small small company but we're i mean i'm just working uh trying to see what i can do little by little to expand and do things you know for the company just to be better, you know, little by little. Yeah. But the whole point is to grow. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you're definitely going on the right path, man. And your Hopefully. work shows it, man. It's it's, it's fucking you. dope, bro. Thank Keep you. bringing us some of your work. Yeah. <laughs> We're always down for some yeah. of this work. Yeah, next time I'll bring you guys uh, some tacos or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm down out. too. <laughs> yeah, you've been listening to our podcast, haven't you? <laughs> uh, just something. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, We're going to wrap this up, brother. All right, cool. Um, yeah. But I stay... Thank you, bro. No, no, thank coming, you guys. Man, it was we a really pleasure. appreciate it taking your time coming out here, you know? No problem. No, thank you. It was a pleasure. Had fun. Um, and I'm glad, I mean, to be able to share my story to whoever is interested. <laughs> For sure, bro. Hey, you got an interesting story, bro. And best of luck with your company, dude. Thank you. Siga ganas and, and follow your dreams, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah. That's all Same. you can do. For you know sure. I mean? Same to everybody out there. Follow your dreams. That's exactly what you got to do. I just... Push and push, never give up, man. Because you, if you don't give up, you just it, it'll happen. But it'll you gotta happen. work for it. Don't just don't wait for it to happen. Right, right, right. Got to do something to be something, you know. So, I yes, think, sir. I think that's. Well, on that note, echenle ganas. Shout out, compa, some filter. Check us out, bro. Deuces. Yeah. Ahí estamos. Peace. Peace out, man.